0: i uh, using a cyber lane around uh, what looked like a... Oh, uh, no! He's dead! The... He gets his head down. He's in a time-trying position. This is The domestics presented by Black Sheep's
1: Well, the Tour de France Femme has been completed. And what can we say about the women's Tour de France that hasn't already been said? Um, well, we'll say it again. Let me remind you, it's been an outstanding bike race. In fact, the whole month of July has been one to remember when you take into consideration the Men's Tour de France. Hello again, I'm Mike Tomolaris. Welcome to the Domestiques. We're here for Honan Insurance Group and Black Sheep Cycling Apparel, who have been with us all year. And today, we look back on an incredible eight days of racing when the women of the pro peloton stepped up and produced some amazing sporting excellence first up a big hello to matilda reynolds who's just coming down from a big tour de france action i'm right tills yes
0: Yeah, hi Mike. Hi everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, it feels I don't know. uh, I feel slightly sad actually. I think in in it being in in it finishing. I think sure it could have gone for longer than eight stages, but also the eight stages had everything that you could have asked for. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bit sad with how anime finished. I'm not. I I think that's where it's coming from. Mm. But uh, yeah, or I'm just exhausted from four weeks of uh, unbelievable cycling. But yeah, it was every the tour was everything we could have asked for, and it's just. I'm looking forward to unpacking it
1: i'm curious to hear more about the way you feel and we will we've got so much to unpack lee hollywood turner has touched down on the island of sardinia he's our man on location in europe it's been a hectic few hours for you hollywood tell us about it
2: yeah yes yes i've uh we flew from Mallorca to sardinia our plane was delayed uh about an hour or so so that pushed our recording back so thank you for waiting for me but uh Hello to Matilda, hello to you, Mike, and hello to Honan and Black Sheep, our great supporters,
1: and hello to everyone at home listening. Indeed. Well, we witnessed an incredible stage at the weekend, culminating with the climb to the summit of the Col de Tourmalet. What an mm. incredible performance by the riders. And what the world saw, really, were warriors in lycra battling the toughest of elements. Steep roads, big crowds, riders are trying to see through heavy mist, The challenge was simply incredible. And what these gladiators went through, really, for me, and I publicly commented this on my Twitter account, is unrivaled in any other sport. In Hollywood, you made the point on your social media, the men's Tour de France has a final stage procession every year. The women don't. Perhaps it's time.
2: I I think so, but talking to... Uh, our expert, Matilda, she explained to me that a lot of the women will nick off to go to the worlds like Marianne Voss didn't finish and so forth um, today or didn't start today. So I, I didn't think of that, but I just I just was left wanting more. Like it was such a great eight stages. I just would have loved to see a procession tomorrow, like a flat stage in a, in, you know, in a, in a town somewhere like Paris or somewhere because I wanted to see the yellow jersey show off on a, a custom yellow bike, because she didn't have a TT bike today which in yellow, which was disappointing. I saw her warming up on a custom bike, but I just think they deserve it. I just eight stages just isn't enough. Like the Tourmalet, I had goosebumps. It was so good to see the women climbing through the, uh, the clouds. It was such an exciting stage as well. Like there was just, I just wanted more. And i like you, Matilda, I'm a bit sad that it's it's finished.
0: Yeah, I think um I think Hollywood the it, it's really hard because the, the the tour did give you everything and you could see the level starting to drop off a bit like I think who got probably the worst end of the straw was probably the sprinters um the stages mm. that even though the tactics played out that it was sort of their own fault in some ways but even on I think stage four or five where it should have been a sprint but they had like quite a bit of climbing all the coals that I think it was like four or five different climbs that were in that um, particular sprint stage so it was a very difficult uh, tour for the sprinters and I think the the other difference we see within the men's racing over three weeks is you sort of see that second tier get a lot more chances in breakaways where there's just so so many teams and so many riders who were just completely unable to show themselves at the front. So you sort of, you know, making the tour de France is, isn't a huge credit and a massive achievement itself, but in terms of the teams, what they can get out of it and the sponsors, et cetera, it is quite a bit more difficult than what, you know, the opportunity that the men were able to get. And I don't think it should be three weeks, but I think um, should definitely not be less than eight. I think I just would have maybe yeah. two more stages would have been perfection.
1: Mm. What about the uh, level of um, performances? Do you think it's stepped up over the last 12 months from last year's inaugural event when Anamika just blew everybody away? I mean, Demi Vollering, she was a different rider this time around. Do you think the level of performances overall has, has improved?
0: I think we've seen that all year, Mike, just with the the Peloton's actually had an enormous jump up. And I think that's incredible because you, you almost want to thank them. Like, thank you. Like the amount of work they've done to, you know, make that jump, you know, possibly to Anna Meek has been incredible. And, you know, everyone you talk to just the level, there's no easy races anymore. Just trying to stay in the Peloton is a massive effort. Um, but I think, you know, when the stages were announced last year and they said that they were going up the Tourmalet, I remember thinking, oh God, like it's just going to be the Anna Meek show <laughs> and she's just going to blow everyone apart. But yes, I think Anna Meek had a bad day, but the level that has risen behind her she's come back a little bit, but mostly everyone has, has improved. And I think it's been an incredible year of cycling. And I think if we just reflect on Demi Vollering for a moment and, you know, the amount of races she has won this year, she is absolutely probably one of the best, um, you know, this cyclists this year. If you look at it, everything she's taken away from the year, from the classics, from Flanders, uh, from Tour de Suisse, and, and, and now um, uh, the Tour de France, she is the best cyclist that we've seen this year.
2: But what about SD Works? They are like the 90s Bulls or the early 2000 <laughs> Brisbane Lions. Like, seriously, the last stage, they go one, two, three. They win the GC. They win the, the green jersey. They won four stages. They absolutely dominated. Like, it was it was better than jumbo. It was just yeah. such a domination. Like, seriously, so dominant.
0: Yeah, it's such a good comparison, like the Chicago Bulls. They probably need a few more years of rain for that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and you start, it's interesting how the public's perception starts to sway against them. You know, you start, you, you, you want to bring down the champions and fight for the underdogs. And, you know, I never thought I'd be rooting so hard for Annemiek, um, you know, to, to, to get up there. And, mm. you know, all the drama that they had, I think um, at the end of the day, even if you don't have the best team tactics, if you've got the best riders, sometimes it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. uh just turns into that fitness test and that's sort of what we saw. It was drama all week and um I was so glad that majority of what we we're talking about as we spoke about Hollywood was that we talked about the cycling. Um we had nowhere mm-hmm. near the crashes that that we did last year, which I think had a lot to do with the parkour, similar to the men's. Um and and and, and it wasn't this big phenomenon, it wasn't this big Ex- test test case. Oh, can the women do a lap around France, and will people care? You know, we weren't telling people to watch it. We'll just say if you weren't watching, no. you're fucking stupid. Like it was just great to focus on the performances, I think, and that's. But what
2: about there. what about that uh, that where I me- I think I messaged you guys in the chat where they had with uh, 900 to go. It had an S bend over tram tracks with a speed hump on the exit, and there was a crash there. It's like I just didn't understand that who would design to go an S bend or an S corner over tram tracks and when you leave it there's a speed up. Like it's so dangerous and of course there was a crash. And that's what probably got that uh the I can't remember yeah, who Jorgensen. was in the was, yeah, yeah it was one because like that, that slight little hiccup could that was it. That was and that was such a good stage because when they when the two wouldn't work when she wouldn't work with the other one and oh man it was like it was such it was such a good race all around. Every stage had something in it. It was really, really good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just starting to right. wonder, Tills, uh, just back to Anna Meek. Uh, do you think, uh, you know, this is her final year. She's been around a long, long time, enjoyed a lot of success. Do you think psychologically she checked out on that final weekend?
0: Absolutely not. Mm. I'm actually no, really – I actually think I'm so sad about well, it. Well, tell us Why? Um, well, I just think, uh, you know, I've said on this podcast before there probably will no, not be any other rider who has taken this sports performance to the level that Anna Meek has. The way that she approached training and also her progression, you got to remember, she used to ride for Jayco and she at times was a domestique. She was not oh, their best man. rider. It wasn't until she had that horrific, and she was she should have won gold in I think it was the 20, 2016 Rio. Don't get oh, me yes, something yes, like that. Yes, yes. She had that horrific crash. I thought we saw her die on that hill, mm-hmm. and I wasn't cycling then, but I do remember that crash. And I just think she the way she rebuilt herself from that crash, and then her progression from there. Like her train, she trained twice as more than what um most women were doing in the peloton how she showed that you needed to be at altitude camps two to three times a year that she was race, she was riding with the boys she was training you know the hours she was doing every week she took the performance um to another level and and the women's peloton has stepped up to that and i think we'll see no other jump like that possibly um you know in my era but I'm sad that she she definitely wasn't on her best. Um, I saw a, a note from uh, that the TT she did last night was as bad. Um, the last time she did that bad a TT was in the 2017 tour down under. You know it it, it oh, was wow. a it was nowhere near her best. She wasn't even top ten. Um, so I'm sad about that. Something's gone on there, stomach bug, COVID, who knows? She's not full of excuses, though, and I think the way she fought, I would have loved to have seen her just have her best day, Um, but she's been gracious in defeat and I think deserves a huge amount of kudos and and gratefulness almost from from the peloton.
2: It was only last year she won the Giro, the Tour de France, and the Worlds, like... We want just see something time. like that again. Was just, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: Absolutely. Well, that, was we'll my point, that, again. that
1: was my Absolutely. point. Has everybody, has everybody else caught up to Anna Meek?
0: Yeah, that's what that the Peloton is saying. Up. Yeah, that's mm. that's what the Peloton is saying. And I think, and she, yes, yeah, she's probably come back a slight amount. You know, the amount of years she's been doing this, the amount of training she's been putting in. You know, that's why you do sometimes need to go out when you're on the top because you can't keep trying to – train and dedicate your entire life which is what it takes now to be on the top so i think mm. um a huge kudos to annamique i'm so sad she didn't make the pellet uh the um podium, podium. um mm. i certainly mm. didn't see that happening but still what a race For those who did yeah, well, shine certainly well, did.
1: let's uh, let's just remind everybody of the final general classification rankings uh demi vollering sd works on top and the margin in the end quite considerable uh second place a split hair really between uh, second and third with Kass uh, Wadoma, and um who came third a lot um, of kapeki that's a lot, right, a lot of, Kopecky. of Kopecky and, and cassia and, uh a split hair really between the two mm. as you, as you mentioned Anna Van Vluten 4 minutes behind almost uh the best of the Aussies Amanda Spratt i tell you what if she was given free reign from the start she could have perhaps challenge for a, a place on the podium. She was outstanding on that final weekend.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, Tre- Little Trek have probably had the worst luck of the entire peloton this this whole year. The amount of sickness they've had, the amount of injury. We saw Elisa Longo-Borghini, who could have been fighting for that um, podium spot. She went home the day of the tourmalade before it even started with a skin infection. She had a horrific crash at the Giordella. A and um, I think was still recovering from that, and so Amanda Spratt just did an incredible job to step up. She was a super, super domestique, and then on the tourmalay, I, I saw footage of her not even able to get off her bike. She'd gone that deep, um, and so I think huge for her to make it top ten, particularly when she wasn't the first option for little trek. Um, mm. And yeah, we'll come back to the Aussies, but yeah, she she did a great job.
1: A couple of uh, pointers that I've jotted down: Tills and Hollywood. Mariana Voss, uh, I was very disappointed to hear that she abandoned on the lower slopes of the Tourmalet climb. I personally was looking forward to Mariana contesting the climb with Anna and Vollering. And there's talk that Mariana was uh, saving her legs for the road world championships, which, which are coming up this weekend. If that's the case, if that's the case, does it suggest that moving the worlds to early August? Has screwed up the calendar somewhat and affected the uh, yes the priorities for riders such as Mariana.
0: Yes, I think so. The two Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We saw that in the men's as well. Just people, you know, Matthew Vanderpol. Um, obviously, Walt Van Vanart thinks he went home for his kid, but it was actually for the Worlds. And so we see all, you know, we saw all that, and I think we saw quite a few. We were talking before Hollywood with the, as you mentioned, with the the processional sprint stage at the end. Mm. There's no real point. You know, these are professionals. They're not just here to tick a box anymore or say they did a lap of France. So if they can't win or they can't put in a good performance, then they're best best to go elsewhere and focus on their next goals. So, yeah, I think um, we're just so used to Marianne Vos uh, winning and doing well and, you know, expecting her to be always up there. And um, I think, you know, I felt really felt for Charlotte Cool, who is possibly, you know, with Lorena Wiebes, still Mm. probably the bet, the fastest rider in the world um and she she, yeah she went home as well before the tour malay and she's not racing worlds i'll just pull you up there i'll
1: just pull you up there matilda um but the thing is they're representing their their trade teams in on the world tour at the worlds they're representing their country you say they're professional they've got to look ahead to their next race but they're not representing um, the the people that are paying their bills, so uh, you know I'm a little yeah, bit confused. But
0: if they win, but if they mm-hmm. win, then it's the trade team that get gets that. You mm-hmm. know yeah. they can promote that for the next twelve months. So yeah, yeah.
2: Just on that matter, I ask you. Uh, you know I always like to ask questions. This question: What would you rather win? Would you rather win an Olympic gold medal, or would you rather win the
1: worlds? Um, And throw in the Women's Tour de France as well. Oh, no, no. This is just...
0: Yeah. I think it actually depends, Hollywood, which country you live in and the emphasis that they put on the... Um, so if I think about myself, um, it would be the world championships, but if I care about the kudos I get from strangers, uh, or people that I don't know, it would be Olympic gold because people don't really, the emphasis that the general public put on an Olympic gold and the Olympics is probably way more than the world champs Mm -hmm. where in cycling, I think the world champs, those bands stay with you forever. You were considered the best cyclist in the world. Where the Olympic gold, it, it produces some weird winners, as as we've previously seen, particularly in the women. So, yeah, I, I, think I would choose. Kudos.
2: I would choose Olympic because you get a special bike for four years. And so yeah, I was going
0: to say you get to be a champion before <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow I mean, bands. It, in good January, January gold, five years. Yeah, January, yeah, yeah that's all gone. I think was of. I think he's still yeah, wearing we gold. More. Yeah. Geez, how
2: good did Remco look in San Sebastian in all oh. in the white bibs? Oh,
1: man, that was just beautiful. Oh, that you are shot. digressing. Uh, listen, yeah, the, points, the, the points competition uh, belonged to Lodi Kopecki, and the climbers competition uh, went to uh, the Polish rider cast, Um mm. The time trial, Marlon Roycer, the Swiss lady, 29 minutes and 15 seconds over 22 kilometres. Uh, one and two for SD Works. Uh, Volering just 10 seconds mm. behind her teammate. Kopecky in third place. Grace Brown, what a performance. Fourth position, 40 seconds behind uh, the, uh, the the stage winner. Great stuff. Uh, looking forward to the World's Tills.
0: Yeah, she's certainly... We expected a great performance from her and I'm so glad she was able to rise to that occasion. I think, uh, yeah... Definitely a favourite again for um for the worlds in Glasgow even more so probably because that's really her big target so um yeah Georgie great. how went well yeah I think she was a she was a top ten or I think or fifteenth oh, yeah, yeah 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 she's about a I, 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 I yeah I spoke from... to
2: her or via message tonight and she said that she her radio broke in the uh, halfway through she said I didn't have radio for the second half she always has
0: like a problem tough. with the radio she said that at nationals yeah. as well. But um, yeah. the just just touching base on the Aussies, I actually think, uh, you know, friends of the pod, Purdy Long and Verita Stewart sort of called us yes. out a little bit for not giving the, the Aussies more of a rap, which was fair enough. I think uh, it's actually been quite amazing, this tour, the amount of neo-pro Aussies that um, are in the tour. Uh, mm-hmm. Riders who just this time last year, we were racing in the NRS in the middle of, Bumfuck Nowhere, sort of in, in a in a grass paddock. And you know, you have got Josie Talbot, um, Amber Pate, as you mentioned, George, George Georgie Howe, Danielle D. Francesco, um, we've got um, you know, and then, then some of the stalwarts that were doing so well there and Loretta Hansen and um Spratty, Grace, um, and then Lizzie Stannard, What's who a was her like second year.
2: Lizzie, of course. Uh, yeah, and Rachel, and Rachel, Rachel Neelan, you know, Rachel yeah. Neal another one, but Lizzie's so it was a huge 50 races I saw
0: yeah yeah a huge amount of Aussies were actually there and I think that's that challenge of not having a longer tour to show themselves a lot more but a lot of them are sort of that super domestique role which is why coverage is so important because so many of these riders their family and friends back home where we are never get to see them ride because the coverage hasn't started when they're doing their biggest role to protect their leaders during the first you know 50k so all of them finished, and I think that should be um, an enormous achievement in itself.
1: Yeah, just on the television coverage, it does kick in. What with about one, well, less than one hundred kilometres to go, that's got to change as well if they want equality, and uh, that's what we're all about these days. It'll happen. It'll happen. It's all about uh, dollars well, well, and euros, on. I think.
2: Is it, sorry, Mike. So you're saying the world's um, the w- women's? No, I'm talking about um, the women's Tour de France.
1: Uh, the ASO oh. coverage doesn't kick in until very late in the state. And what, that's what Tills is saying. We don't get to see the domestics ah. do their stuff. The Worlds, you'll see every stroke of every pedal, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. funded yeah. by the UCI as opposed to the ASO. Ah. Um, and I, I know the ASO quite well. They do a marvellous job, obviously, but uh, they're very uh, money-driven, which is fair enough. But uh, I'd like to think that the coverage, the entire coverage of the Women's Tour de France will We'll start sooner rather than later, not just uh, coming in, crashing in late in the stages. The
2: start's good. The start's good because that's when the brakes form. You want to see it from kilometre one. You want to see the brake trying to go. So it's important to show the start.
0: Yeah, and I think um, just two final sort of performances to call out from this. I think obviously a lot of Kopecky the way that she rode on the tourmalay was just insane. You know, I think um, it was just absolutely, uh, you know, Purdy and V again, they were on the sidelines on the tourmalay and said that she was just had so much saliva coming out of her mouth, like just uh-huh. absolutely went to the well. Um, and I think the other thing, you know, I love Lotta so much. She's such an amazing role model, but she's also such an amazing role model for women coming through who that whole weight question and debate is a really difficult one and she's such a strong rider and to show that strength um that you know how she can how well she could climb sprint time trial like to focus on that was just she's an amazing role model and then certainly kasha Nima doma she caught our hearts again she's such a fan favorite and for her to be led up the road yesterday on the Tourmalé was incredible and um i think i was screaming at her to sprint in that time trial uh today just she just you know as you said mike mm-hmm. they were both on pretty much the same time on um second and third but just split by a few hundredths of a second. So to see it come down to that is, you know, a, a really exciting battle.
1: Yeah, a great uh, a great uh, four weeks when you take into consideration the men. Um, so where do we go from here? We go to the Worlds. We'll talk more about the Worlds, I guess, later in the week. We've got Chloe Hosking coming on to the podcast, The Domestiques, on Wednesday. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about. And I'm still trying to get my head around the fact that uh, the Worlds are on so close mm. to uh, this big mm. uh, this big month of July. And, you know, traditionally the worlds are held in late September and I guess uh, the weather in Glasgow may have a lot to do with moving it to where it is at this time of the year. Um, but I don't think it's the right call, really. They could have pushed it back another week or two, if possible.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I yeah, it'd be interesting
0: yeah. to get their thoughts whether they'd rather have it closer to finishing such a grand tour. So you don't, you sort of have to stay up a little bit. So you, you recover mm-hmm. and then, you know, you smack it again, it might be harder to come down and go back up. And then mm-hmm. obviously with travel wise, I imagine majority of them go straight from here potentially to Glasgow. Um, so yeah, it'd be, it'd just, I'm really curious to chat some of the riders to know about their recovery and how they're getting ready for worlds. But mm-hmm. same Mike, I cannot get my head around that. We're not quite finished with cycling just yet. The, it's yeah. been a year since you know the Worlds was held in Wollongong, and um, and we're about to go again. And the Tour de France will be very much in the rear vision mirror.
1: Can I just make out a special uh, call to Rachel Naylan? I mean, it's very close to the end of her career. She completed mm. the Women's Tour de France. All twelve Aussies actually did, but for Rachel, a silver medalist in 2011, can you believe it is 12 wow. years ago since uh, she picked up that silver medal at world level? Um, and she's been a real survivor, a true survivor of the sport, and I just want to give her a round of applause for everything that she's done. So um, I'm told that this will be her last hurrah, this final uh, chapter of, uh, of uh, the world calendar, the world cycling calendar, and I think she should get a special mention because, uh, you know, the blokes, they do get a, they do get a lot of uh, rewards. They get a lot of uh, accolades. Rachel, well... She's come in through the ranks. She's worked hard to where she's got, and uh, I think she's, she's proven herself to be a real survivor. So well done, Rachel. So did you, so
2: 2011, God, she must be not saying she is old, but she must be old, because, but she doesn't look old. like that's, Look it up on Wikipedia, 11,
1: Hollywood. I'm not going t- to say how old she is. no right, <laughs> oh,
0: I'll
2: look it up. She doesn't look old, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: no it's a I, great shout mike um i think and and i think just looking at these writers who you know when she started she was probably not getting paid um and they're the real yeah, that took the, took the sport to the next level and um so where it is now they you know the likes of her sarah roy was another apologies i didn't call her out oh before. yes of you yes, know it was huge amount of aussies and 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 such strong performances particularly for their leaders so um canyon tram had an absolutely i don't know if it's because bright. Jerseys, but they seem to be up there every day and had an amazing tour. So, um, yeah, shout out to Rachel as well. She's a great mentor and a great, great Aussie.
1: Hey, guys, uh, the cycling caps, the cycling caps, courtesy of Zwift, we've been giving away are all gone, snapped up very quickly, but we're still getting letters, Hollywood. Um, Here's one from Matt Hattersley. He says, I'm loving the podcast. It's the combination of the way the three of us, Interact with a mix of quality, insight, fashion, commentary. That's a suck job, if you ask me. Um, nah, and here's one from... Give me
2: two caps. <laughs> <laughs> two caps.
1: <laughs> no, I've run out. <laughs> Where's uh, Sulzberger from? Swifts won't give me Mike, any Mike, just
0: start giving other stuff away. Whatever you've got there. <laughs> that, that pink yeah, pink yeah, yeah. duna cover that's behind you, I'm sure they'd love it.
1: Here's <laughs> one for you, Hollywood, from <laughs> Ali Banks in Perth. She says, love oh, listening Eagles. to this little podcast because you guys tell it how it is. And she's quoted you, Hollywood. Women cycling. If you don't like it, you can piss off. You're a sexist <laughs> dinosaur. She loved that. It's true
2: though. That's what's how I how I the like. I honestly feel that. And I. And you know what? I think the tide's turning. I'm not going to name names, but I've got a uh, mate who's an ex-pro and a proper one. And he was. He was even. He was saying how good these stages are in the women's at the women's tour. So it, it's turning. It's on TV. People are tuning in, and the tide is turning. And there's always going to be these bogans who. Say, oh, women's sport, or whatever, like, fuck off. Like, seriously, go away because it is, honestly, it's exciting to watch. The product is great. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I just quick. want to
0: say thanks. Oh, you go. Okay. Like, there you go. You go. Like, oh, I just want to say thanks to all the listeners for hanging in there with us. And um, I think it, yeah, uh, it's certainly it. been a, a joy a joy for me to be able to unpack most of the stages of you guys. Otherwise, I'd just be, you know, talking to myself and having these arguments. No, so, no, it uh, was, you know, so you know, it, it's been been really good. Such a good month. Good I talk. do have a question for you. Oh, I've got yeah, a question go. because
2: you're close no. to the ground that specialised. Why didn't they give her... Uh, following a, a yellow TT bike for the last stage. They would have known she's a big chance to, to be in yellow for that last stage. Why didn't they do that?
0: Maybe because of the opt- uh, weight would be one with the paint. The other oh, one would just be her yeah, fit. It'd be a completely yeah. new like that is like tinkering with millimeters of the fit. Yeah, um, true. They yeah. looked um an amazing like amazing for Specialized like the, the NSD works. The only thing that I would say is I don't want Lotta to leave Specialized, but I would love for her to be on a different team. I think. To not see the like this, this SD works rain is going to continue. And, um, I don't know, I thought there were cracks before the Tour de France. I thought Lotta might be putting her feelers out there to see what you know in the market, but they look like such a together team during this Tour de France. And I think she's there to stay. But that would Come be my only Joko. thing I'd love to, to see. <laughs> to so we can win something. <laughs>
1: Anyway, we're all about having fun here on the Domestics. We don't take ourselves seriously. It's like being in a pub at 6 o'clock in the evening, just chatting about what we've seen on television. I listen to, to some of these other podcasts, oh, no, and honestly, they oh. walk around with their noses up in the air. We're not like that.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Thanks, Let's everyone, go. for listening. All right. i got Thanks. shit to do. Yeah, subscribe.
2: Subscribe, and remember, if you're looking for insurance, look no further than home and
1: insurance. If you want the best
2: cycling kit as approved by Hollywood, Black Sheep.
1: Yep. Thanks I for a great a month of cycling, France, women's and men's. And we're back midweek with Chloe Hosking to talk about the worlds in Glasgow, Scotland. Bye.
0: The, the Domestics
1: by Black